Good morning, everybody. I gotta be kind of quiet because I'm in a hotel room in a secure location in the upper Midwest, the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God with liberty and justice for some. And this is Ehud, son of Dennis, come to you live. And uh, prior to uh, Mr. Limbaugh leaving the planet, I was able to secure the half of his brain that was tied behind his back just so I can explain things more properly. Just kidding. But uh, we're here this morning to encourage you to say there is hope, there is life in the one true God, the King, the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what we do here at It's a Religion. We want to uh, expound scripture a little bit and, and give people who trust in Christ encouragement each day, but also those who don't know him. We want to talk about the falsehoods of everything else in, com in comparison to Christ, in comparison to the one true faith, the one true way, the one true life that uh, everyone has the opportunity to put their trust in. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And the blank that other every, everything else tries to fill that in with is false. Mohammedism and or evolution, uh, secular humanism, uh, Buddhism, Shintoism, whateverism. Uh, so we start with scripture here. That's the foundation for what we do. And then... Uh, we get into some of the day's events here and there. It depends on the day. Today, I don't have a lot of time, but uh, in the future, we'll have greater discussions about things that are going on in the world and why that may be occurring. You know, we do not know anybody's personal motive for anything because we don't know the thoughts of the heart of anybody except God does, right? God knows the thoughts of the heart, it says in the Bible, and uh, can read that and know what, you know, he knows what people's motivation is. I do not. However, uh, I can look at someone's actions and tell for within reason uh, what they're putting faith and trust in. You know, Dr. Fauci is not putting faith and trust in Christ and the hope that he has for a uh, life one day with Christ in heaven. He's putting faith and trust in his pocketbook and his... Uh, ability to shut people down and shut people out. And uh, I think the man is inherently evil. But guess what? We all are as human beings. So we need to be praying for Dr. Fauci to have, a, have an awakening. However, let's, uh, let's get into it. This morning we're in Genesis. Uh, again, in January, I love reading through the book of Genesis. It is a beautiful thing to see uh, the beginnings, where we came from, what happened at the creation of the world. And don't bother Googling it because you're going to get a whole bunch of stuff on evolution and the world system for trying to explain how we got here. And what's funny about it is you look at any of that, it's, it's all conjecture. It's all uh, based on inference and, well, we think this or, well, you know, we believe that. And yet it's called science. And our religion that has a specific timeline that talks about what happened and when it happened 
by people that were there, and yet we're supposed to think that those folks didn't know what they were talking about because they were, you know, they didn't know as much as we do today. They don't have the scientific means that we do today. And yet, do we know what the earth was like before the flood of Noah? I bet not. We don't have much scientific data that's been passed down through the years. But we do have a word that was given to us in the Bible that was passed down, that was written down for our consumption. And in my view, if, if you put your trust in the God of the universe, you'd think you'd be able to get that right. So the folks that believe in theistic evolution, I have no, uh, it really frankly disgusts me that you would put your faith and trust in man over God and what God has given you in his, in his book, the Bible. So, and people can debate all they want about um, the Bible itself and, and what, uh, what it means, if you will, or what, how it came to be, right? Because people will debate even, you know, within the Catholic Church, the Catholic Bible is different than the, the Protestant Christian Bible. And so, you know, people will have issue with that. I just chalk it up and say, look, God knows. He knows what is and what isn't. And those of us who don't follow in a, in a Catholic way will, you know, will either have to account for that in the end or will be, uh, I guess, given kudos that, that we were right. I, you know, that's all you can do. But at the end of the day, it's putting faith and trusting what Christ did for us that is the most important thing. Repenting of your sin, trusting in Christ, and putting your faith in him. And the rest of it will get figured out. You know, the closer you draw to him, the more I believe he will sanctify you and give you desires that are good and not evil. So, Genesis 13, And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and lot with him into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle and silver and in gold, and he went on his journeys from the south even to Bethel, unto the place where he, his tent had been in the beginning, between Bethel and High, unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord, and Lot also, which went with Abram, and flocks and herds and tents, and the lamb was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together, for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was strife between herdsmen of Abram's cattle and the herdsmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and Perizzite dwelled then in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife. I pray thee between me and thee, and between my herdsmen and thy herdmen, for we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take to the left hand, then I will go to the right. If thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And the Lord said unto Abram, 
After that, Lot was separated from him. Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward, for all the land which thou seest. To thee I will give it, and to thy seed forever, and I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth. Wow. So that if a man can number the dust of the earth, they shall seed. They shall. Then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it to thee. Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. And what a neat promise. Uh, you know, Abram at this point doesn't have any children. And God's like, look, I will make your seed, your offspring, like the dust of the earth. And so when you think about the two main legs of Abraham's offspring, Ishmael and Isaac, uh, between the Jewish faith and the Arabic faith, um, it's pretty crazy. A lot of folks came out of, out of that man. So we don't know the lineage of everybody on the planet at that time. You know, how many people... Uh, going forward, you know, had additional people and all that. But we do know that this man, uh, God's promise was fulfilled in that, uh, you know, Israel is where it is today. And though the original uh, promise, uh, I don't think was completely fulfilled in the borders that we see in Israel today, it's, uh, it still was done at that time. And then Israel, through their inability to follow God, uh, lost some of that uh, promise, right? Because God is, is faithful, but he expects faithfulness. And Abram was promised this because he was faithful, because he obeyed God. And God drew him out from the Ur of the Chaldees and, and sent him on this journey. And this was all part of God's plan to bring Christ into the, into the earth at the right time, at the fullness of time, Paul says, um, so that that message could carry through the Roman Empire, I believe, and, and become a global message, a message that would reach everybody eventually. And someday that will, will be what happens when Christ comes back. We'll, we'll have a better understanding of, of all that had been done before us. So... Um, some of the things that we see going on in the world today, you know, in this country today, we're in a battle between faithfulness and unfaithfulness, between God-centered uh, and godlessness. And there's a uh, government at the federal level that basically is a godless, faithless group of folks that want to continue to increase their own power over uh, this country. And they want most of us, all of us really, to become subjects of the government. And when you look at other governments throughout the world, throughout history, that's the way it's always been. And the unique thing about the United States is that it, it started out not to be, and it, it has continued until today's time, until we see people stealing elections, until we see people uh, trying to implement just heinous things against this country. And, you know, most of the people, majority of the people in this country love this country. They love being part of it. They don't want to be a globalist. They don't want to be 
part of a one-world system, one-world government. Now, you know, that happens naturally through the, the ability to commerce um, and communicate globally the way that we do now. Uh, but we will, uh, you know, we have to walk in truth, folks. And truth starts with respecting God. With, it says, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And wisdom means truth. You know, truth and wisdom are, are go hand in hand. So, uh, you know, when I see thing like things like this, Pasaki, the um, spokesperson for Joe Biden, saying one word response to criticism of Biden's election overhaul speech, calling Americans racist, and basically Biden did. He called everybody racist. If you don't support uh, all this crazy stuff they want to do with elections basically to be able to cheat. I, you can call it what it is, but that's it. They want to be able to count as many uh, non-citizen votes, as many dead people votes, as many uh, manipulated votes that they can get because they can't win on policy. Nobody wants, well, very few people, a very minority of the country wants Democrat policies where high taxes and they control everything and tell you what to do most people enjoy freedom, and they, they understand what socialism truly means, which is the government telling you what you can and can't do. And in this country, that doesn't fly with a lot of people. Most of us don't want that. And for the federal government to try and set itself up using its uh, apparatus, like the FBI and the DOJ, to put people in jeopardy uh, just for speaking an opinion, just for coming out against a candidate, just for... Uh, saying, hey, wait a minute, we need to look closer at this election, or hey, Mr. School Board, we, that's not right. You know, I have a right to voice my opinion. And people don't like that. People that are in power don't like people going against them and voicing their opinion. Instead of, hey, let's debate the issues, let's vote on, on what's good and right and what we think is the best way to handle this, and we'll move forward. And some people just need to agree to disagree, but we can't do that anymore. Uh, you know, people use hate, and again, our position, and it's a religion, is there's only one race. It's the human race. There's many cultures. There's different cultures on the planet. If you're from different places, people handle things differently. Uh, people are typically act differently that, that run with others of the same skin color, the same area that they live. You know, people in the South uh, do things differently a lot of ways than people in the North in this country. Um, people from Mexico are going to act differently than people from Canada. It's a natural uh, uh, thing that occurs with the people that you are around all the time. It has nothing to do with skin color. You know, people from Africa act different than people from uh, Northern Ireland. So what? Yeah, they got different skin color. So what? They're still human beings. You know, there's one race, people, human. And I think if we could get back to that, we would be much better off. And, and there's one party, political party in this country that just wants to keep us divided and basically, you know, tell people who supported Trump that they're evil somehow because they love this country and they want what's best for it. Yeah, okay, Joe, you know, somehow that makes me a racist? How is that? But again, that's, that's all they got, folks. They don't have policies that work. The policies that the Democrats want to use do not work. They don't help anybody. They just keep people more repressed, more depressed, more uh, under their influence. And that's what they're designed to do because those people desire power over everything else. 
So Watchdog warns Biden administration looks to be creating a database of those who ask for religious exemption. Now, that shouldn't surprise anybody. Uh, It's, well, in a move that could be likened to George Orwell's novel, 1984, a small obscure federal agency issued a public notice Tuesday about a new policy that could mean the U.S. government is preparing to assemble a database containing the names of Americans who claim a religious objection to taking the COVID-19 vaccine. And it's just sad. Uh, You know, when you look at it, things like that, that's what we're talking about. But because of communication, because the ability to collect data at this point, um, we're we're heading that direction, folks. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. If you elect the wrong people, if we elect someone, you know, even though we didn't elect Joe Biden, if we allow the things to happen that happen to allow Joe Biden to win the presidency and to start implementing this stuff um, with a Democratic Congress and I believe a Senate that is Democrat only because of cheating. uh, It's, you know, we're done at this point, you know, because they're just going to, they're going to continue to implement things that make it harder and harder for anybody else to win. And that's where we're at in this country. And I think the people on the Republican side that don't recognize this for what it is are just fools. Uh, They're foolish. So here's a positive one. Social media users track stock trading as Congress considers member ban. And yet, again, if you're in the ruling class, it's okay to have insider trading information. But anybody else can't do that because you're a peon. You don't know any better. You shouldn't be able to take advantage of that. And uh, that's the attitude that sets itself up. When you have a godless, faithless group of folks running everything um, that are basically in it for themselves, they're not really there to... They talk a good game about serving the public and serving people's interests and taking care of folks and, oh, we're just doing this for for you. Um, But it's never really that way. Their motives, uh, their actions bear out their motives, I think, in a lot of ways. And the fact that Nancy Pelosi, who's been in Congress forever, to my knowledge, hasn't done a whole lot outside of that, could buy a $25 million mansion to retire to in South Florida, which I find interesting why she didn't buy one out in California, her home state. I mean, there's pretty good weather out there. Why why Florida, Nancy? Hmm? So anyway, I digress. But I will uh, uh, leave it at that and go uh, on my way today. Uh, Lord God Almighty, I pray that you would help people find you, find our Lord Jesus Christ. And those uh, who listen to this show that put their faith and trust in Christ, I pray they would be encouraged today that you would help them see truth and to walk in integrity and to be uh, people of purpose uh, that we might share your love with others and the hope that you've given all of us uh, who put our trust and faith in you. So thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Uh, Have a great day, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if I still got breath in these lungs. 
And that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama, for my friends, for your love that never ends, for the songs that make us dance on this old dirt floor, for my babies, for my girl, for the way they changed my world, waking up today, yeah, I just gotta say Time for pulling me in, forgetting again the times that I took it too far.